This episode of the Ageless and Awesome podcast is sponsored by the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. As a woman in the modern world, our hormones are taking a battering. They're impacted by the food we eat, the toxins we're exposed to, such as when we eat out of plastic takeaway containers, or even worse, reheat food in them. Please don't do this. If you're handling FPOS receipts, filling the car with fuel, eating non-organic produce that hasn't been washed effectively, plus so much more things add to our toxic load every day. Even though our bodies are designed to effectively manage toxins, they haven't evolved as quickly as our toxic world has, unfortunately. So our body does need support. Symptoms such as stubborn weight gain, fatigue, disrupted periods, irritability, and gut health issues can be a sign that you'd benefit from a gentle detox. And that's why I developed the Radiant Reset Hormone Detox Guide for Perimenopausal Women. This free guide has an abundance of information to get you started on your very own DIY detox. And if you'd like to upgrade to VIP, it's only $47 for a limited time. I used to sell this program for $247. The upgrade gives you the recipes, including plenty of uh, plant-based options, the meal planner, the shopping list template, the video workshop, and so much more. Click the link in the show notes to learn more now. Take care of your hormones. They are a critical part of your health as a woman. Hi, I'm Susie Garden, naturopath and nutritionist, yoga and meditation instructor. Welcome to the Wellness Glow podcast for women who want inspiring and practical solutions to feel abundant energy and vitality on the inside and look radiantly healthy on the outside. Each week, I talk all things gut health and mind-body connection. If you want to find out more about me, check me out at susiegarden.com. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode two of the Wellness Glow podcast. This week, we're going to talk about bloating. Bloating is something that I see every day in my clinic practice, and I can't believe how many women are living with this and thinking that it's normal to have bloating pretty much every day. So today we're going to talk about what it is and what you can do about it. So hopefully it can help. So what is bloating? There's generally two types of bloating that women come and talk to me about. The first type is when it's gas bloating. So this is in the generally in the lower abdomen, although you can get it in the upper abdomen as well, or in the even the entire abdomen. But generally, the most common is the lower abdomen, and this is gas bloating. And gas bloating is caused usually by fermentation. The other type of bloating can be fluid retention, and generally that's linked in with the menstrual cycle. And I can cover that on another week. If you like, just um, let me know and I'll give you my contact details at the end of the show. But gas bloating is caused by fermentation of product. (laughs) I don't know what else to call it. The contents of your large intestine. So when we eat something goes into the mouth, down through the esophagus, into the stomach, into the small intestine, and then into the large intestine. So when the food is in the small intestine, that's when it's getting broken down and goes out of the small intestine into the bloodstream as nutrients, such as your different vitamins, your 
different minerals and goes where it's needed in the body. That's a very simplistic version. And then what's left, which is like your fiber, the undigested products. Sometimes if you're having digestive issues, there might be undigested food particles. There'll be some of your gut bacteria goes down into the large intestine where the job of the large intestine is basically to absorb water out of that matter. And that just helps with hydration. And you've got gut bacteria in that part of the bowel as well. And what happens sometimes if the food hasn't been digested properly, perhaps you have intolerance to some of the things that you've been eating and it ends up in the lower intestine or the large intestine and the food starts to ferment and that process happens with your gut bacteria. So as you know, most likely you have good bacteria and bad bacteria in the body. And as long as that balance, or rather as long as that bacteria is in balance, then things work pretty well. But for a lot of us, we have issues with our balance of good and bad gut bacteria. And so what can happen is you can get fermentation happening, which results in that bloat, that bloated sensation. Maybe there's lots of flatulence. Maybe there's a general feeling of discomfort. Maybe there's constipation. Maybe there's diarrhea. Or you can have a normal stool, even with all of this going on. And sometimes over a period of time, things become your normal and you don't really realize that actually there's something wrong. So the first thing to do really is to recognize that if you're getting bloating on a regular basis, maybe several times a week, maybe every day, that's actually something that needs to be addressed. If that goes on for long periods of time, you can get, in fact, not even that long, you can get what we call low-level inflammation in the intestine. Uh, You may have heard the term leaky gut syndrome. Uh, We like to call that these days because it is is more uh, recognized by the medical profession now as uh, increased intestinal permeability. And what that means is that the... um, when the inflammation causes the gap junctions, which are the little gaps in the intestine through which normally your food particles will go through when you're digesting. And they're only meant to be at a molecular level really at that time. And if you get this leaky gut syndrome or increased intestinal permeability, then larger particles, perhaps some of your gut bacteria will all go into the bloodstream in small amounts. And this can set up an inflammatory process, which can make you unwell. So if you're getting this bloating, it's really important to actually do something about it. So what to do? Well, you could come and see a naturopath or a nutritionist straight away. Um, You could go and see your doctor as well. And you may get offered uh, food intolerance testing. So that's something you can do. Um, Or you can try your own little experiment. You can exclude gluten and exclude dairy. They're probably the two most common culprits that I come across in my clinic. And you can exclude those gluten and dairy pretty strictly for two weeks and just notice what happens. And sometimes it'll make no difference, in which case you may 
wish to start excluding some other foods that are common, such as eggs, sometimes some nuts. But really, when you're getting to that point, it is good to get some professional support when you're doing an elimination diet like that, although it is possible to do it on your own. So as well as doing that, you can start increasing prebiotic foods. Prebiotic foods are foods that feed your good gut bacteria. So those kinds of foods are generally high in fiber and they're foods such as sweet potato, asparagus, onions, garlic, lentils, leeks, things like this that your good gut bacteria really, really love. And sometimes the bloating can be caused because you're quite low in your beneficial bacteria. That's your lactobacillus, you've probably heard of that, and your bifidobacteria. And you can get them from products such as um, yogurt, fermented foods, uh, like your sauerkraut. But we don't really know what's in them in terms of the amounts and the strains. And we know from research that the strains are really important. So again, that's a a good idea if you're going to be, if you're thinking that you possibly need some support with your good bacteria to go and get some professional advice about that because you want to make sure you're putting the right stuff in. And it's actually really important before you start playing around with those probiotics that you make sure there isn't that increased intestinal permeability going on. And we can either test for that or we a, a qualified naturopath can actually assess your symptoms and make a fairly good educated guess about whether you might have that situation of increased intestinal permeability or leaky gut, and we can help you heal that. And it's actually really easy to heal it. Don't worry, it's not a very drawn out and complicated process. It will take a little bit of time, but not an extended length of time. And we can put you on a gut healing protocol before you take your probiotics. Because like I mentioned before, when those... uh, gap junctions are a little bit more open than we want them to be, then if you're taking probiotics, they can actually, the bacteria can go into the bloodstream. We don't want that. So we don't want to be wasting your time either. If you're still getting bloating, if you've got diarrhea, for example, you want to make sure all of that has been taken care of before you start putting uh, prescription probiotics in because you don't want to be wasting your time and your money with that. So bloating can be quite easily fixed. So the main things to remember is that look at food intolerance. You can even track this yourself and you may notice that there are certain times when you're eating certain things that you'll notice bloat and that, or you won't notice. That's where food journals can come in really handy because you can just jot it all down and notice, okay, what days did I have bloating? What days did I have other digestive disturbances? And what days did I actually feel really great? None of that happened. And that can really help you to isolate the foods and sometimes beverages, it's generally foods, that are actually causing bloating and digestive issues. So I hope that's been helpful. My goal with the Wellness Glow is to discuss in short periods of time so that you're not kind of sitting on a podcast for a really long period of time. If you're anything like me, it's really hard to find the time to actually listen to these things. So I hope that I've been able to give you some helpful advice. So the main things to remember are 
if you are getting bloating every day or a few times a week, you actually do need to address that. That can lead to long-term problems with your health. And you can either book straight in to see a naturopath or nutritionist uh, and get it assessed, or you can start doing a bit of an elimination diet yourself. So eliminating gluten and dairy for two weeks and observing any symptoms is really helpful. And if that goes away, then you can introduce one. Notice if, say, you decide to introduce dairy back, notice if that causes any problems. And conversely, you might want to introduce gluten first, whatever's most convenient, and notice if there's any problems. And if you find that you eliminate both of them and you're still having bloating, then we need to look at other foods to eliminate. And you might already have a bit of an idea of what those foods might be. And just a quick note here, if you do take yourself off gluten and actually start feeling better, please, please don't permanently take yourself off gluten until you get some professional advice. Because if you do need testing, particularly for the potential for celiac disease or something like that, if you take yourself off gluten before you get tested, then it'll be very, very difficult to detect that. And also, if you just can't quite work out what's going on, go and get some professional help. See a naturopath or a nutritionist or a doctor to get some good advice as to how to deal with it. Uh, If you want to come and talk to me, I'm happy to take appointments on Skype as well as in my clinic in Brisbane. So please feel free to contact me at Susie, that's S-U-S-I-E at susiegarden.com. And if you've got any questions about anything I've raised on the podcast today, please feel free to contact me on that same email address. I love to hear from you. Next week is Ask the Naturopath. So feel free to email me any questions that you would like me to cover in this podcast. Thanks so much for joining me on The Wellness Glow. I loved having you here. See you again next week. Until then, take care and be well.